Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor, and you're listening to How May I Serve You, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. And Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guests today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Penny Pearl. Woo, Penny, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I just love the effort that you put into serving others. So I'm, I'm all about that too. Awesome. Awesome. So Penny Pearl to Actify CEO is a skilled career strategist, networker, and NLP certified coach for technology leaders. They transform their careers through building business relationships, skills, using systematic networking strategies, and value proposition-based marketing. Outcomes are confident, influential leaders with abundant career opportunities. Universities use Actify to Actify for scientific career readiness programs. Penny Pearl, whoo, how are you doing? How are you doing? Let's get the show going. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Great. Well, yeah, thank you for that introduction. So, um, I'm happy to share with the audience what we do to serve others. Awesome, awesome. So, you know what? Let's start up with the two minute, uh, two minute, you know, intro about yourself. So, who are you? Where are you from? Talk to us. Okay. Yeah, my name is Penny Pearl, and originally I'm from New Jersey, which gives me that uh, that ability to be very forthright and direct when I work with clients, so that I can help them move reach their goals sooner. And um, I um, right now I'm in California and I've been here for many years and serve technology leaders and also scientists that are in technology all over the world, prim primarily in the US. When they're looking to develop a strategy on the rest of their career. And uh, the way we do that in our company to Actify is we help them market themselves. And it's really very disruptive to today's way of looking for a job, which is to apply online and go through applicant tracking systems and hope to get selected by uh, the recruiters who have the possibility of re referring you to a hiring manager. And what we do is we systematically show you how to strategically network so that you build your network, develop relationships, and then you get referred directly to hiring managers. The okay. success, yeah, the success rate has been really high. And I can talk more about that. Got it, got it. Okay, okay, Penny. Thanks for sharing that. But I want us to just dive a little deeper into your lifestyle, like your childhood, your upbringing. We want to mm -hmm. learn a little bit more about Penny Pearl because that name, okay. I still Penny Pearl, that's, that name is such an amazing name. Double P, Penny Pearl. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an amazing name. So you mentioned you were, um, you, you are from, you are, you are from New Jersey, correct? Originally, were you, yes. Were you, were you born there? Tell us about your childhood being in New Jersey. 
Uh, well, I was the daughter of um, uh, merchants. So my parents owned a camera store for like 35 years. And, you know, in retrospect, I learned a lot from them about customer service and an unbelievable work ethic. They worked very hard. They put my brother, my sister and I all through college. Okay. I went to Rutgers University and uh, who's now actually a client of mine. Um, they use our program there. And um, so I went there, spent some time in Washington, DC and sold to the federal government. So I had a flavor for working through a bureaucracy and I have a very strong sales background. I just love uh, what it takes to be a good salesperson and um, serving people with a product or a service that you really believe in. And then um, I met my husband and moved to California with him. We've been here for, oh, I guess about 35, 36 years. Okay. Yeah. So, east to the West Coast. Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so question though, what's your preference? Do you rather the East Coast or the no doubt. <laughs> there West we go. Coast? West Coast, yeah. Oh, West Coast. Oh, okay. So you rather the West Coast? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so you, you fully transitioned to the West Coast, and now you're West Coast gal. That's that's right. That's right. But some of the, some of the, I think, really positive characteristics that I have mm -hmm. um, came from my childhood. Okay. The, the work ethic, customer service, and being very forthright so that um, I can be very focused in attaining my goals and help others attain their goals. Great, great, great. So why did you get into coaching in the first place? Well, I've been an entrepreneur for many years. And one of the things that I think has been a common thread throughout my career is to really believe in either the product or the service that I'm marketing and the company that I'm working for, mm -hmm. um, in order to be successful in sales, I think that you really have to believe that you're doing the recipient a great service. That if you didn't show up, that they would never find you and they would have difficulty in finding the service or product that they need. And that's why it's really important to match the audience that you're marketing to. So, um, because you want to be marketing to the people that, that have challenges and you can help them solve those challenges. Okay, so, so who do you work with specifically though? Specifically, we work with technology leaders and okay. that's primarily like heads of IT, mm -hmm. uh, directors of engineering, uh, director of product marketing, program management, and um, those that are responsible for delivering a product and being very progressive in developing new technologies that are gonna make progress, not only for their company, but contribute to the world. <laughs> the brings of the operation. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yeah. So, but what I found is that a lot of individuals in this space they're very technologically minded, which is great because we need that. But they 
stay within that space and they aren't necessarily reaching out to their colleagues and their peers to develop a network that's going to benefit them in terms of their career strategy. Mm. Okay. And um, it, because really it's the soft skills at the end of the day that make up about 75% of a long-term career strategy. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So what I, the um, reward that I see in my working with others is to see that transformation, to go from somebody who's thinking about getting a certification in a technology to somebody who's starting to develop a relationship, feel more confident, understand what their value proposition is, and then having an outcome where instead of just one job, they get multiple opportunities. They're meeting lots of people and um, they see their own value going forward. And uh, that to me is the greatest reward of what I do. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones. All things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. So I know there are different types of coaching styles, right? Mm -hmm. And I've also interviewed a lot of coaches and I've worked with a lot of coaches. How would you describe your coaching style and um in a way i would describe it as systematic okay i'm not the type of person that says what do you want to talk about today our clients usually know that they want to have a more senior role they know the type of technology that they want to pursue and sometimes even the companies they want to work for mm -hmm. so my style is to really focus in on what they want and then show them how to achieve that in a step-by-step -step process. Um, it even sometimes involves me helping them to overcome feeling vulnerable in having conversations with somebody they, they haven't spoken to in a long time or that they've never met. And the whole value proposition thing is if you're feeling confident and you can offer value to other people as you build a relationship, some of that fear goes away because you're not only going in for the ask, you're also going in for the give. And writing skills, sometimes I'm helping people write so that they're delivering their message 
and requesting conversations um, from a leadership position. Leadership is a big thing and it kind of evolves as they go through our program. Um, and in terms of my communication, it's very direct. It's, it's uh, kind, but direct. In other words, if I'm working with somebody and I feel that they can phrase something a little bit differently or they're not displaying um, leadership through their communication, mm -hmm. then I provide them with an alternative way to think about it. And it's, it's kind of a flip of a mindset. Sometimes they project themselves in a negative way and then we shift to them focusing on their value proposition so that they steer the conversation, but in a very positive way for them. Okay, okay. So during the discovery um, process, right? How do you vet these prospects to extract these different attributes out of them? Well, they actually go through, uh, first of all, they go through a questionnaire before okay. I even talk with them. And uh, so I have a, a glimpse as to what's important to them. And I look at their profile and I also ask them for their resume because that's part of our program too. It's displaying your value proposition and your resume and your profile as well. So when I'm on the phone with them, I, I would say what's important is to understand um, their willingness and ability to be vulnerable, to do hard work and to take action because it serves nobody to say, I wanna do this. And then they don't follow through or you know, they, they just kind of stay stuck where they are. Of course, we try to unstick them <laughs> but um, the people that are really successful and generate a lot of activity, because it's a career, it's a lifelong career activity, but the people that are most successful are the people that follow through. Mm -hmm. And I really partner with them. I roll up my sleeves. If they leave me messages, text me, email me, I'm very responsive. I don't, I'm not the type of coach that says, Let's talk about that next session. Okay. okay. Got yeah. it. Okay. So you are immediate. You help you help to um, take immediate action to help um, I guess diffuse whatever problem they're going through or help them do um, whatever situation they have. Yeah, we remove the barriers. And um, I feel like I'm and my clients feel that I'm really partnering with them. They're not doing this alone. But they're go. very brave, and actually, the results come to them from their effort, not my effort. I'm just kind of lifting them up, helping them along. Great, great, great. And that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so if someone were to look for a coach, what traits would you advise for them to look for? Somebody who's looking out for their best interests. Mm hmm and focuses them on uh, their capabilities so that they can uh, help them make the transformation to shift their mindset to their values. Okay, because we all have values, but a lot of times we're always comparing ourselves to other people and putting ourselves down. Um, and 
somebody that they feel that they can quickly trust and allow themselves to be vulnerable because they're not being judged. So, um, you know, when I do a discovery call, it's usually 30 to 45 minutes. And my job and my challenge is to get individuals to trust me in that short period of time, right? And um, usually you don't see the full benefit of how I work with my clients until they're in the program. Then they, they realize how much they can learn out of it. But that first 30 or 45 minutes uh, is really dependent on communicating that value and trust immediately. So that's what I would say. Somebody they can feel that they trust. Okay. Okay. All right. So now it's storytelling time, right? This is like okay. my favorite part of the, the podcast. Segment. Sure. I want you to give us like a two to three minute story about one of your success, right? Uh, a story of a success um, with a client where you're sure. able to bring them through adversity, uplift them and allow them to get to success, right? So. Yep. Okay. I'm going to tell two stories, but I'm not going to take a longer period of time. The first is a scientist. Um, she came to me after her uh, academic stint was over, and she was hoping to get into industry, but she was looking for a new job. However, she had just turned 61 and was kind of uh, feeling a little overwhelmed by everybody telling her she was too old to find her next position and she had too many career breaks. Well, within two months, she had four opportunities in front of her. And nice. one of them, yeah, one of them, uh, she's a great communicator too, very good communication skills. One of the opportunities was to be a senior scientist she's a brilliant woman, um, at Harvard Medical School. And that wound up being the position that she chose. So she pretty quickly transformed and got rid of those negative barriers that were keeping her from finding opportunities to somebody that had developed her value proposition and her story. And she got that role. She stayed there for a couple of years and actually is now working for a biotech company flying all the way to the West Coast, just like me, <laughs> and very successful there. So that it's awesome. We stay in touch, which my clients know to do. I mean, you got to keep networking. But that's one of my greatest stories because it happened quickly for her. She took action. And as a result, she had choices. Yeah. And I love the fact that, you know, she got past her boundaries right and oftentimes oh, yeah. our boundaries is our perception of self yes you know so that's that's mm -hmm. that's like one of the most important aspects um before you, you can progress you have to get past that boundary and you right. have to accomplish that so kudos to you <laughs> thank you well that's that's really why a coach a good coach that you trust can be a mirror and quickly give you their perception of course you have the ability to make your own decision what you do, but it's when you go into an interview, nobody's going to tell you that you don't sound like a leader or that you've got issues that are holding you back. 
they're not going to tell you that, but that's the benefit of having a coach who has your best interests at heart. The second story is um, a technology leader who was at a company for a long time and decided that he was ready to make a move within, see, we didn't even get through all of our sessions, um, but within a couple of months, he had four options, four actual offers with a very nice spread in terms of his ability to um, negotiate in, uh, and the, the amount, the compensation of the offer. And that's what a value proposition does for you because you start selling right from your resume and your profile and your conversations mm. and your interviews, okay. which makes negotiations a lot more simple because you are articulating your value. And mm -hmm. if that employer understands your value, they're going to compensate you for it, right? Accordingly. <laughs> yes, yes. So the success story there was the outcome of him having options and getting paid more money for his value to that organization. The only problem for him is he had to make a decision among four different offers. Yeah. Um, but I'd say one of the things that stand out for me in terms of working with him is um, it was really important for him to understand what his expertise delivered to the companies mm -hmm. that he was going to work for. Because uh, when he had some writing that he did, when he was reaching out and trying to develop his network uh, to be stronger, um, he didn't portray himself as the real leader he was. So I helped him a lot with those writing skills so he could have conversations with those leaders and create some career career activity as a result. That's good right there because every every person that's going um going for a, a leadership position needs to be able to highlight their their value proposition, their their, their skill sets, right? What makes them right. stand out? And oftentimes, you know, they don't they overlook that. They overlook that they are good at this or they're good at that. And they end up not getting hired because they just did not portray themselves appropriately. That's right. And I guess that's what you're doing right now. And that's what you're good at. Yeah, you have to be, especially as a leader, you have to be strategic and not get into the weeds, right? And an interviewer isn't, you're going to lose them, but they're not going to tell you that they're lost. What you just <laughs> said. I will. No, I will they tell won't. you. <laughs> yeah, when we prepare, that's one of the things that I do. And, um, you're right, the value proposition, how are you gonna change and make impact to that company? You have to know your stories. You have to talk about how you've impacted the companies or the organizations that you've worked for in the past and connect the dots for the listener. Don't make an assumption that they understand what the impact is, spell it out for them. Yes, we generated X number of dollars. We, you know, uh, saved, or we were able to introduce a product six months earlier, which generated um, more revenue for the company. Those sorts of things. You just got to take it. You got to finish the sentence and take it all the way to the end. So Penny, you seem like a driven individual. What drives you though? What's your source? I love, uh, helping people and I'm really passionate 
about uh, helping people to see what I see in them and getting them to that place so that not only do they believe it, they can deliver it. Okay. 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 Yeah. But I am energetic about it because <laughs> I, I just, I just love uh, seeing that transformation. And um, that's the greatest reward is when they have options in front of them and they're not stuck. And that's also right there. Yeah. So are you currently working on any new projects that you could share with us? Yes. Um, let's see. Well, we're redoing our website. <laughs> uh, so we're in the process of, of doing that. Um, I have a couple of speaking engagements that I'm working on um, with companies that want to give some of these skills to their employees. And um, I am continuously doing uh, workshops with Rutgers to their biomedical scientists, so that a lot of those in academia who are smart people and doing a lot of research, they want to contribute to a company, but academia and industry are completely different. Mm -hmm. So in addition to working with clients, it's reaching out to organizations, doing group sessions. Um, we have a program called the Technology Leadership Mastermind, which really focuses as a group on helping individuals reframe their leadership skills so that they can move to a more senior role. And there's a lot of content development uh, that we work on in order to do okay. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So if someone were to inquire about your services or just want to gain contact with you, where can they find you, Penny? Well, you can find me on my email or uh, <laughs> I live on LinkedIn. I live on both email and LinkedIn. Uh, so email is penny at the number two actify.com and uh, Penny Pearl on LinkedIn. So, and I'm really responsive. I always say to people, if you don't hear back from me, something in technology got in the way because I'm really <laughs> conscientious about that. <laughs> That's awesome right there. So Penny, I would like to thank you for coming on today's episode of How May I Serve You? And I also like to thank our guests, our, our audience for tuning in once again, and also for letting us the ears and the eyeballs. But last but not least, how may I serve you, Penny Pearl? How may you serve me? Um, well, I would say I'm very appreciative of you being in my network. And I, in understanding what you do, um, I feel that you can be a resource for me in many different areas, not only with your connections um, and how I can help them, but um, also just uh, some of the wonderful things that you're doing and what the mission is of your, your company. So um, that's really, you know, just being a resource, maybe, um, Making introductions. I love to make introductions for like-minded people. So if there's somebody that you feel uh, could benefit from what we do, please introduce me and I will absolutely do the same. I believe in reciprocity. Reciprocity makes the world go around. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, the yes, philosophy indeed. is give, give, get, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So I'll definitely keep my eyes and ears open for technology scientists okay so that i'll make sure if i if i see a technology scientist 
I'm gonna think of Penny Pearl, right? Okay. Go hand in hand. Great, yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's been a pleasure and let's keep in contact. And our listeners, make sure to tune in to next week's episode and we're here to serve. Cheers. Thank you.